racism in sports. Tonight's guest will be ICD. Tomorrow night's guest will be Mace God. So, tune in for both. I think it's going to be interesting. Might even learn something. I know I will. a lot, but you got him on the spot, welcome back, yo, back in the doghouse, I'm back in tonight with ICD, and we're going to talk about racism in sports, hey, so, I guess we're going to get it started, what, with this racism, well, let's get it started with uh, Colin Kaepernick, okay, so what do you, how do you think he should feel now since all oh, this is, you know? A little redemption, I guess. You know, when you when you kind of, you know, any man with their ego, with egotistical based men, you know how it goes with that. The fact that you stood for something, you know what I'm saying, that you knew that in your heart and mind was right. And, you know, those around you who was kind of doubting you or questioning whether you should uh, put your money on the line and things of that nature. And it's a sad state that because what he was stand for is such a atrocity on society, I would say, or you know, such a, a blemish to our social, you know, political stance, whatever, that he had to stand for something so that it's just be so obvious that he shouldn't have to, you know, say jeopardize his his livelihood over it. But yeah, just to get back to the point, um, yeah, I think he should feel somewhat redeemed, like yo, you know. You know, not fully, because he should. If he wants to play football, he should be able to get back in there and play. We always know he got the skills to do it. He's probably one of the top, you know, 30, 40 quarterbacks. You still think he can play in the league, then? Yes, definitely, definitely. Compared, As, if we're comparing just apples to apples to other players who who's playing the position, he's definitely just as qualified as some of those guys who's who's getting those contracts. I wonder if he even want to play anymore, though. I really. know. That, that's, that's what, what I really saying. wonder. Because he got a nice paycheck when he won that lawsuit against the NFL. Oh, he did win it? Yeah, he won. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Kaepernick, yeah, he got like, what, $80 million? I know he got a good kind of that big uh, deal with Nike. I knew that, but I didn't know that he actually won the lawsuit. Yeah, he won the NFL. lawsuit, too. Okay, no question. Yeah. So so the money's not in incentives no more. It might be, yo, let's just show them that I can do it. But you're right. Who wants to go get beat up like that if, if it's really not in your, in your heart no more? For real. And I still don't think they want him in. I, I still that's all lip service for people you talking now it all sounds good right now mm-hmm. for um Pete Carroll to come on and start talking about how he yeah, wanted to shit, hire wanted to sign him back then or some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah but he had Russell Wilson and there was no way that you sound like they could coexist because he didn't really need a quarterback at the time right but that's just bullshit I, I just think I don't I don't know that the league really wants him back still when you say the league I mean when the owners I agree with you on the owners part um, I think some coaches and some other and the players, that's kind of on the players definitely is probably like a 90% players like no he can play. Coaches might be 50-50, GMs and stuff like that might be 60-40. But I agree with you, the people signing the contracts and making, yeah, I think that's like a 90, maybe like two owners may even take the chance. So I agree with you on that part. Like the owners ain't going. <laughs> yeah. They do not want to see it. So do you think they're gonna kneel? Do you think all the players are gonna kneel this year? I don't think all of them, but I think a lot of them are. I think a lot of them are. I really do. I really think a lot of them is going to take a stance. Um, 
and it's just so obvious right now like yo with the with everything that's going on um i don't think i think it's you know like you said it's um the substance to it what is what does it really mean you know saying the message in the in the in the media and the propaganda i guess i don't know if it got any substance that's going to make any difference with it but i do think that you know i think a majority of of those who, who are from his culture are gonna do it for sure. I think it's gonna be a lot of the younger, the younger players this yeah. time around. That's what I think it's gonna. That's a great not point. As, not as many of the. This was, I think the old guys, some of them are gonna follow, but I think this time it's gonna be a lot of the younger kids because yeah. they've already already come out and said, "My man from um, the Cardinals, Murray." Even Baker Mayfield said he was going to need. Yep, yeah, Mayfield said something about it. And the young, the young kid that got drafted from Cincinnati. I don't know if he said he yelled, but he did make a little stance about it. He made his, he made a statement about how he, how he feels uh, that the, you know, there need to be some social change about it. So, yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. That age does make a difference. I think that might be more, more in the, um, the rallying point is the age more than probably even the color of the culture. So the age might be the rallying point. That's a great point. So you think it's going to be more about the the millennials? Yeah, now that you say that, because they're the ones who are on the social media and they feel like, like yo, um, I don't know if it's a feeling, but they, they're more aware of what, what that could mean and bring, even if it's pr- pr- propaganda, they understand, you know what I'm saying, the look that, the, the, the karamity look that it will bring. So, yeah, I hear what you, I hear you deeply, definitely with that. Yeah, I just think, I think our generation is jaded. I think, you know, we've seen so much of this bullshit that we pretty much lost hope. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's move on to this Drew Brees and the Saints. Okay. Do you think they have, they're going to have a serious locker room problem whenever the NFL does open up again? I think that he walked it back pretty good. I don't know. Some people say it wasn't good enough. But um, you know how it is. You're an athlete, Drew. When you, when you get on the field and it's time to go, you know what I'm saying, Everything that's we're trying to we're pulling in one direction more times than not, you know. Say it, it, it may be some personal stuff that goes on, but once you're on the field or you're on the court with each other, you're trying to you usually got to, especially like, I never made it to the professional, you know, or nothing like that. But at the professional level, you would think that yo, you know, that ultimate goal in your professionals went out. I think there's gonna be some tension in there, don't get it wrong, but they they got a their team like if it was a team on the fringes. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't have Super Bowl aspirations. At any point in time, that little thread, it could be fragile and they could probably break apart. And if, if even if this starts happening with them, if it starts getting to a four and four, and you know what I'm saying, and who's who's gonna be nice and stuff? Tampa Bay's eight and zero, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, yo, if we don't win the next two weeks with our chance of the playoffs is done, I could see like someone coming in at the middle of the season at that point in time. Yeah. Oh, I, I think they're gonna have problems in the locker room. From the, from, from the gate? Yeah, because. Because I, I think if you're Drew Brees, I, you can say those things when you're still at the top of your game. Mm. I, I don't think he's at the top of his he's game. <laughs> his his <laughs> game's being deteriorating. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't think, like you said, it, it's, it's going to be hard at 4-4 four four to keep them um, cohesive, to keep that unit cohesive. Because, yeah, I, I do believe that, that they're going to have some problems yet on this I don't think they're going to be as good as people think, for one. For one, okay. You're right. And I think that's going to all just linger. Malcolm Jenkins. I think it's, it would have been easier for him to say and do those things for his offensive side. Because he could um, he could always give Kamara or um, my man um, Michael 
Jenkins. That's not nah, not nah, Michael Jenkins. What is yeah. it? But my man, the, yeah, yeah, the like, kid, the, the receiver. The nice receiver, yeah. Yeah, he could always, you know, soothe the situation by throwing some passes, yeah. some extra. Yeah, yeah. Feeding them Targeting more. Him, yeah. But it would be hard with Jenkins. He's on the other side of the ball, and you know, he just think. And plus, he's really into it. Michael Jenkins, he's into this whole. Oh, that's a D back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, he's been speaking. He's been really uh, yeah, outspoken about it. Yeah. Okay. He's part of the, um, that that um committee that the NFL's got too. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, him and the um, the safety from Philly. I know what you're talking about. That's him. Oh, he moved him back to the Saints. Oh, he's with the Saints now. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's there, see, I didn't know the dynamics of the locker room, so I hear what you're saying. I probably should have did a little more research on the dynamics of the locker room because yeah, if they got people who's in them situations, who's more social conscious, and that they, they've been taking these stances already, colliding with the with the patriotic stance of what Drew B said. That will. That, I can see how you can say that tension is gonna be a little bit more there. Yeah, especially if you're not winning. Like I said, though, more more than anything, when you're a professional and you got that goal of trying to win that Super Bowl, I can see how the on the field situation and the winning situation could trump all that. But if any at any point in time, like you said, if you don't think they're gonna be as good as as a lot of people are predicting to be, yeah, then one little it's a powder cake for sure. And I'm for can explode at any time. Can explode at any time. <laughs> right. Any time. Right. And, and I don't know that I, that I'm a man, uh, Sean Payton. I, I think his his coaching skills gonna be put to the test this year. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he's an offensive guru and all that stuff. But when you say when you're a leader of men in in, in um adverse situations, let's see about what you really get made of. And this, this is definitely because he's a leader in the face of the franchises. It's taking a. Uh, a not so popular stance with his stance or his political uh, uh, ideology. So yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why Breeze did that unless that's what he really feels. I think he really feels it. I think he really feels it. I think it was very insensitive and the time was horrible though. You know what I'm saying? For you not to understand that you know dealing for or making a political stance for something that's such a cool and inhumane and unjust as that is. And try to compare that as with your, with people being disrespectful to the flag is just, you just out of your damn, damn mind, you know. To make that, even you know, you can feel that way, but to say it and to say it at the time that you said it was ridiculous. But he said he didn't. He said he didn't even really understand it. That he didn't. That he acted like this was all something new to him. This whole movement right. and all this stuff. But it Gotta was just, that part. Okay. I yeah. I don't. I'm like, man, dude, you said the same stuff five, four years ago. Right, I remember that part. Right, right, right. The same right. stuff you've been saying, right, but right. now the climate's changed now, though. Right. And, and really, for us, we know the climate has changed just the fact that the social unrest that made it like it's so in your face that you can't really not be aware of it. And if you're not aware of it, then you're you're really on some bullshit or you just really feel that way, which is your whatever. You know, you got your right to feel the way you want to feel. But to, to express it in a position that you are as a public figure, and whatever backlash you get, whatever results you get from that, you gotta eat that. So I yeah, you gotta you eat said. that. Yeah. And I'm, not, I'm just gonna finish out by saying that if I was his teammate, I don't know that I would be so mad with what he said. But it's, you're just lying, dude. You're lying about not understanding the whole situation. Right. That, right. That's the part. That's the part. You could have your opinion and your beliefs and just boom. Right. We could go from there, but don't act like, don't play us all. You're trying to play us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're not aware of what's going yeah. on and shit like that. Right, right, right. Okay. 
I hear you on that because I never got to get to it like that. But I hear exactly what you're saying. How could you not be aware of all the shit that's going around right now? Okay, let's get this. Um, before we take a break here, I'm going to get into Jay Z real quick. And his, you know, you know Jay Z and what he's his unofficial or his official role with the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I really don't know what he is other than maybe a spokesperson for the NFL. I know he wants to become a, some kind of an owner, but but they say he's like some of the entertainment, like he's supposed to help with the Super Bowl true, stuff true, like true, that, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. and they had all these different commercials during this past year mm-hmm. with um, mm-hmm. um, not Styles, but um, Jada. Jada yeah, it was Jada. Yep, yep. Um, so in that role, you know, he he's probably the most qualified for that. So let's let's let Jay Z be Jay Z in that role. But as it starts to uh, um, trickle down or filter into other situations, and and he puts himself in a position of like, yo, I'm for Kaepernick, and and when you hear in his, in his music, he makes his political stances and stuff like that. Um, it's kind of hard. I'm not going to count a man's pockets and don't say, yo, don't be a businessman. Cause I love his business acumen, but I can see how people can question, you know, say his hypocrite, how it can be put in a hypocritical situation. Because on one hand, you really are working with the NFL and the Shield and the owners, and you probably are contracted with them. I don't know if you want to say you're employed by them. I contract with them, so... You gotta. It's some kind of paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to become an owner, so yeah. yeah. They, got, they got the brothers... John Hancock somewhere. Right, right, he, right. He can't say too much outside exactly, the box. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying to say, Drew Dog. Like, there's some kind of, some kind of litigation where, like, yo, man, you know, stay, stay, in, stay in line with, with, with the, the ownership yeah, field. With, yeah. With the company message. Exactly, exactly. So, on the business side, I'm not going to question this business, but you know, on being a brother from the hood and knowing what's going on in the street life and. And what it means to try to uh, advocate for us, and you have that platform to advocate for us, and um, maybe you could be a little bit more f- f- uh, for um, out front with with um, maybe it was getting Kaepernick back in the league. Maybe it's something else to go to instead of just t-shirts and stuff like that. Do you I, think in the background he's working towards that though to get Cap back in the league? Maybe, uh, maybe that, maybe that. You know, I don't, like I said, once you said he got that 80, I know he got that 80 from the NFL. I know he got that nice Nike contract. I don't know the numbers of that Nike, but that Nike was some high, high double, uh, like seven figure. Oh, yeah, he's, not, he's not lacking for money. Yeah, he's he, not lacking he, for he, money. He, <laughs> right. He, he's living a comfortable life. <laughs> right, right. Just, just yeah, generational wealth. He yeah, he's generational wealth. <laughs> he got generational wealth. He got generational wealth. So, yeah. He damn near had that when he's with the Niners. He damn near had that. So, yeah. There. Yeah. So, so Kaepernick, I don't think it's not even about the money when he when he um especially now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Jay Z's kind of touchy because I you know I, I know how to separate business from the politics of it. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um uh, stop the man from being a you know if that's his aspiration dreams of being a, a, a NFL owner, but if he's if he's well, I'll use it selling out his 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 peoples to get it. Sort of speak, you know. Um, I have to see the numbers or whatever to say that, that that's doing that. But yeah, I don't I don't know what they want for that man other than you know for him to become more successful. I I don't like to use that word selling out yeah. when it comes to us because I I just think that that just takes away from who we really are. Exactly. But, I'm glad you but, said that, Rude. Yeah. But I'm gonna say though, yeah, 
he don't he don't need the money. He don't need the money. Right now, it, it should be about bettering our people and our okay. and the movement. Okay. And I'm, I'm kind of suspicious. I'm leery about really what Jay Z is trying to accomplish here. Other than as long ago, I do think it's long ago really is to have a team. No, no, I agree with that. What what would you propose? Like, what would be an agenda that he needs to put on the table that one will say like, oh, he's he's making progress for the people type of thing in that in that role as. Someone involved in the field with that platform, that position. I think he, he needs have. to step away from this Kaepernick thing because okay, because he, he he told us just a couple years ago that it was done, it was a done issue, and that we need to move forward on that. So and I and I thought that he was say that, that was some BS that. right there, and that just made me feel a different way about him. But I think moving forward that he needs to work on getting not just himself as ownership, but other black men ownership. Mm-hmm. And other coaches, GMs, mm-hmm. work on that part. I, okay, the, the Rooney Rule and all that whole okay. shit. Now I got you. I got you. If you're gonna play a position when you come in, it'd be you, Venus, or somebody with you and Puffy, or yo, yo, y'all have majority ownership of the team. It's like not you, like a minority owner of a team or somebody else. Now I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And then when, along when you get there, um, you know, say yeah, pull some other pull people, pull some up. people up with you. I can respect that. That's business of economics and the politics of it comes along with it. But I respect that. You're not talking about, yo, just get another march. Or, yeah, you know, some people are like, yo, um, give Black Lives Matter $100,000 or whatever. You know, we're putting money in black. I'm like, nah, I don't necessarily say that's the way either. But I like what you're saying. With yeah, that I one. don't. Yeah. yeah. That whole Black Lives <laughs> Matter. I, re- I respect what they're doing, but I got some, I got some opinions on oh, that yeah, too, though. Oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think... Yeah, they get enough money from other sources. Right, now, right, 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 right. So but they, you know, that's what people were looking for or something. Like, yo, where, where is he putting his money to or something like that? So I'm glad you said what you said. Cause you're like, and it's a, that's what most people are looking for who, who come from where we come from. Our coach, like, yo, man, when you leave, fam, just take two or three, four or five with us with you, fam. You know what it is. Bring that team when you came, the people that came. That's why people respect LeBron so much. We came with the same people. Oh, we're gonna yeah. get to him next. Yeah. So we leave him. Okay. We're gonna take a court. We're gonna take a quick break <laughs> right here, America. Yeah, but we're gonna come back with LeBron. We'll be back in a few. Okay, we back, America. And we left off with ICD. Getting into a subject that I that I wanted to get into, I, I've been thinking about it for a while, and that's LeBron. Cause back in the day, and even today, that he's got he's still got some breath in his you know his lungs. Jim Brown is all about that movement. He's all about black people and about social justice and the inequalities, you know that we go through. So I. My question is, LeBron, that new guy, is he that new Jim Brown of this era? We won't give him full Jim Brown, though. We won't give him Jim Brown because you like you like you say that's one of a kind. But we are gonna give him. Um, we're gonna give him the title of the most social conscious and the most willing to speak about it, um, even with the platform that he has and and the the possibility of, of wrinkling feathers and stuff like that. Although the thing in China, they said kind of. Kind of was handled the wrong Glad way. Glad you brought that up because a lot of brothers, a lot of people don't talk about. I and I, I didn't like how he handled that. I didn't right. like how he sold out, and I don't like using that part of it. I don't like how the wording that he used when um when he was trying to explain 
Daryl Morey and what Morey has said about, you know, about how the Chinese government treat their people. Mm-hmm. LeBron went all corporate, and I and I thought that was bad. Right, right, right. I thought that was a, a little mark on his on his name too. You know, saying so we're all we're all um, assess, accessible. If I'm saying the wrong to that, I might be saying the wrong word for that. But we all can fall victim to that. So I agree. I agree. I thought he could handle that a lot better. Um, in the situation, uh, that call for him just to be kind of more direct and blunt about it. You know, he kind of. But they're saying he got. <laughs> I hate to put this like that because we are talking about Jim Brown, and I think Jim Brown would have put put um what's right in front of anything before anything else, even the money. So even though he had a lot so-called of customers of money to lose in that situation, who was LeBron? That's what they're saying with that Chinese Chinese market. But at, you think he really had a lot of money? Yeah, he had a lot of money to lose. But damn, he's rich as all hell already. He's rich as all hell already. He, and we already used the term generational wealth. Right. He's got it double or triple right, that. Right, right, right. And when you put him, that's why you can't put him in the same breath as Jim Brown. I don't know. I, you know, I wasn't around Jim Brown, but from what everyone says and from the videos and from the, from what I've done, the research and for I've seen Jim Brown, he's like, you know, that's first and foremost. His people. What, what 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 it means to be about the people. Sometimes they they they're upset with themselves because they're not in the as financially secure as they could have been. Maybe if they wasn't trying to promote and push political and social agendas. So yeah, but yeah, LeBron's definitely the top sure. of the food chain. So you said look, that 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 part of his life cost him money. It might have cost him some bread. His integrity is intact, though. His integrity is intact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He's one of my favorite just for that reason alone. Yeah, See, yeah, I, yeah. Jim Brown's a legend. He, As I said, I can't give LeBron that. I, I, you know, him and Muhammad Ali kind of are... And I've been doing a lot of uh, Bill Russell. I don't know how real Bill Russell was, but Jim Brown and Muhammad Ali is probably the top of the food chain when it comes to people in that platform, using that platform to, to push the black agenda you know, everybody else got the agenda, but to push our our agenda to the forefront and and like, yo, this is what it's about. Bill Russell's another good name too. Yeah. But, he, but this is something about man that he didn't come hard enough down on Boston. Right. And Boston's one of the most, most racist city in America. Right. So I, I think he, point. I think, I think that you know that he in his mind that he that he thought he was doing something and he was, but. I just don't think a step back. He's not in that category, no. like you said, with yeah. Muhammad Ali and um, Jim Brown. Cause yeah, those brothers put a lot of shit on the line, right, for their conviction to today. No matter what they even did on there in the on the field or in the boxing ring, that they just stand alone within the community. They like, damn, right, those motherfuckers. because they were such bad dudes in both of their arenas. That even made it more so. Like, man, Superman and the greatest of all time, pretty much. Yo, man, and then when they and then when they put put their uh, words to the mic or uh, put their name on something, uh, it just had that much more flair and that much more uh, 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 credibility with them two dudes for sure. And LeBron, yeah, LeBron, no one in this era got that. Just Colin, Colin Kaepernick, LeBron, no one got that that kind of, yeah. And that brings that me shit. to this though, right here, that what LeBron has been doing for. Not just for social justice, but in the community. Because he has a school where, you know, he has a 
the community center and the school where you got the computers for the kids and all that is where Michael Jordan did nothing. Right. Or said nothing. Right. He, 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 he never stood up and was like, damn, through all the times people, young men were dying for those shoes. Right. He never said, he never put the pressure on Phil Knight to say, hey, man. Drop the prices. Or yeah, drop the prices. Yeah. Yeah, go give some away in the hood or something like Drop that. Drop the prices, yeah. Right, right, flood right. the hood, flood the hood with that shit instead of crack. Flood the right. hood with, with Air Jordan. Right, 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 right. And that he had no, and that's one thing that I always just didn't like about Jordan, and I think that really affected how I thought about him as a player too. Was that damn? Me too. I think, but we all, I think people from the era knew Mike was kind of a diabolina in that sense, where it's like, yo, um. That doesn't that doesn't apply to me. Now, how does that not apply to you, though, Mike? You're like, yo, I'm Mike Jordan. I'm doing what Mike Jordan. I'm gonna be the baddest and the best at this. But all that other stuff is irrelevant to me being the greatest basketball player. And you know, and the fact that LeBron and the people who who runs with him per se, you know, you know the Chris Pauls and the and the Carmelo Anthony's and even um, Wade a little bit, not as much as the other two, but even Wade. They're kind of like, yo, that is a part of this platform. You know what I'm saying? That is a part of, you know what I'm saying, what made me who I am today. So how can I not take that into consideration? And Mike wouldn't even take it into consideration. Like, you said, yeah. ruler. Like, yo, what are you talking about? That, nah. Right. Because he, he, he calculated his mind, that will affect business. <laughs> right. It was all the about business. Line. Yeah, right. the bottom line. That right. will affect my bottom line. Right. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah, he, yeah, he never... He never took that affected how I felt about Mike too as a player too. You know, I always thought Dr. J was better than just because of that probably alone too. You know, what I'm saying Dr. seemed like a, just a way cooler dude because Joy was a way cooler dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like there, you know, this dude, George just seemed like a robot, like yeah. shit, like he. Yeah, he got into that corporate mind, and that corporate mind kind of distorted everything else. That you know, like you said, the integrity part of it. Like, yo, man. But he won six titles. He was a he was a killer. He was, he was a killer between them lines. I can't even question that. I mean, yeah, me going because when he first came out with the herringbone and the black, you know, all the black and the, and the George was kind of saggy, doing the nasty stuff on the court, just ugh. You know, put sixty three on Bird, all in his eyeballs and everything. Like, yeah, that's J Bone. Stop playing. And then as it grows and grows and grows, you know. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, he in the he, he's in the heart of that shit. Chicago? It's Chicago. Chicago, man. Nigga I, don't know how he, I don't know how he could be so oblivious to what was going around. Word. But you're right there. That, you, that's oblivious. the Midwest Chocolate City. Right. That's maybe what, Detroit or some yeah, shit, maybe? Yeah, Detroit, St. Louis is chocolate too. But Chicago, everyone knows what, Chicago's the motherfucking second city. That's the city of broad shoulders, and they mean it. And that was happening in that, in that era. Yeah, I don't it was know. happening up here. It was really I happening down there. I never could understand that. I see that. I never could understand that. How he could, man, damn, dude, you, you, you see these people. You see young people dying and young people killing over your damn shoes. Right. And you can't, you can't do nothing about it. Right. And y'all had the colors. Y'all was right. The color that was. That, so I know in LA, shit is probably the problem too. With that, that's a color like that, that red and black like that. Come on, man. Y'all, yeah. So yeah. So LeBron, LeBron gets kudos, but he doesn't get Jim gets, Brown kudos. True. Yeah. Okay, I feel you. Yeah. But he do get kudos. Yeah. And I, but I'm saying, Michael Jordan, the bar was pretty low. Yeah. The bar was pretty low. So, yeah, but LeBron get kudos. He meant the Banana Boat Crew. Yeah, the Banana Boat Crew. 
you do banana coke, bro. They're gonna speak their mind. And like you said, um, I don't know how much money Jordan put up. He might have put money, but you're right. LeBron is known for putting money up, for putting money up. And like we were saying before we went to break, um, he did it with the people he grew up with. I really honor respect that. True, we I, Maverick Carter and uh, yeah, my man, yeah. Yeah, he did it with his people that he came up with. Even his wife. His wife was one he grew, you know, high school sweetheart and a whole not. And he didn't let no one kind of like, yo. Deter from it. Yeah, him. like, yo, that's not how it works. Like, this is how it's going to work for me. And I'm going to show you how it's going to work very well. And they, and they be shitting on him, you know, talking, talking about, you know, how they trying to uh, uh, manipulate the NBA and everything. But they still doing them. So, I really respect that part. That's hard. You don't, you don't really... Don't see it. Because if that crew comes in, the crew's fucking them up. You know, they did some weird shit at the club or... True. You know what I'm saying? True. Right. They, they, they all... <laughs> that whole team, they didn't kept it together. They, yeah. They, they, they didn't... Yeah. And I don't even like... I don't like his team, America. You know what I'm saying? I think... I, I, it's not that I don't like him, but I just said, you know, I, I think they're just shit. LeBron is the main dude, and he's just kept these dudes around, and they've all learned to... Navigate this shit Right And that's what we gotta respect Cause I don't And understand. I do respect I don't that But that. I'm saying though shit I grew up with some motherfuckers Who had a chance To do some LeBron shit But they just didn't do LeBron shit And I, and I could have been One of the motherfuckers Just along exactly. for the ride Like Maverick Carter exactly. And the other man And I wouldn't have Fucked it off And in the club Trying to shoot him up Cause a lot of times People try to do it And it seems It falls apart It does fall apart Yeah it falls apart And, and, and we're not gonna say That um that uh, it that it's that I don't know what I'm saying. We're not gonna say that we ain't seen it either, because we have seen it fall apart. I would say like that it has fallen apart, especially in in the music and music. Right, music is more prevalent than music in the um, side of it. Yeah, the sports. You you're right. It's right that it's good that to see that this that these young black men they grew up from young men to now men right now in the, in uh in the business the sports management and it it's a good yeah. I'm not hating against that team. I forgot. I forgot they got their little name for it because LeBron. They got other people on there, you know. Yeah. They got what, my man from the Cavaliers, the center. Oh, Kendrick Perkins. Nah, 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 Kendrick. But the my man right now, the ones with the Kardashian. Oh, Tristan. Tristan, yeah, Tristan yeah. Thompson. He's part of that. Um, he's signed with um LeBron's um, management team. Yep. Yeah. 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 The uh, the so, agents. Yeah. The agents. agency. Yeah, they got the agency. Yeah. 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 Because um. They said that's how they manipulate Anthony Davis to come over there in the whole nine. True. So, yeah. Because he's down with it, too. Yeah. He's yeah. Down with it. So, yeah. Hey, they're doing their thing, and, I, and I'm, you know, I'm happy for him. He's not no Jim Brown. We, we, we both agree on that, that. Yeah, we can't give him a Jim Brown title. No, nah, we yeah, ain't going to do yeah, that. No yeah. Jim Brown title. No, no Jim Brown title. So, let's slide into um, Roger Goodell for a minute. Okay. So, have you seen, did you see him and some of the things that he said over the last couple of um, weeks about how he's, now he, that he's, He's mad. Not not he's not mad, but he's just disappointed that the NFL didn't stand with Colin Kaepernick when it did for when he did what he did four years ago. Right. And, and I mean, in past, I, you know, with the COVID and not much sports going on right now, I haven't been in tune as much as I would have been in the past. But I have been hearing messages, uh, are seeing interviews and clippets and stuff like that of him kind of um, uh, trying to save face, so to speak, or walking back and saying that you know, yeah, that. That it is, it is a uh, atrocity what's going on, and the fact that uh, the NFL didn't didn't um, allow him to express himself with through his political um, stance was uh, was a, a bad mistake. 
So yeah, yeah, I have heard that. And we know we know and understand what it's about. You know what I'm saying? It's it's all what you were saying the other earlier with the fluff. A lot of words with no meaning, substance behind it. And I'm a thousand percent on that boat uh, when it comes to that. You know, a lot of people, um, even with the um, the statues coming down and the Gundy situation with the shirt he had on, and everyone's trying to, you know, what I'm saying, make sure they're in the right right. Cause it's probably gonna turn into the whole Me Too and the lawsuit and the financial stuff gonna come to So people trying to save face before that before that comes into play. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. Goodell, he just gets slimier and slimier. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he started off as a heavy hand where he was just, he would punish brothers for every little thing that they did. Right. And now I see him at the draft doing a, um, the Drake um, slide. Now he's talking about how he, yeah, man, how he's, how he's disappointed in the NFL and himself right. about what happened with the Colin Kaepernick and the kneeling. Like, damn, man, yeah, man, you just slimy. You just, once again, just following the money. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even in NASCAR, I thought I would never see where they, where they would just outright ban Confederate flags and shit. Right. So it's just, yeah, it's, it, he's just following the money. I don't, I don't think too much of Roger Cadell. I, I, I used to think he had a heavy hand. And that, that was, you know, I, that's it. Sometimes you got to be that way to get your shit in straight. But now, now, he's just slimy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He just don't stand for nothing. He don't yeah, have... Yeah, yeah, the backbone. There's no backbone there. And um, like we were saying earlier, as far as the owners compared to the GMs and the coaches compared to the players and him having to follow the sword for the owners because they, like, like you saying... When we look at it and break it down to the demographics, who really of Colin, uh, Colin was supposed to get back in the NFL? Do the owners want him back? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? And they probably stay in that stance they had, regardless of all the stuff that's happening. And it's putting right in their face, like, look, the bottom line is the dollar. We don't want him in here. You know, say so most of our people or the people who give us the biggest money and sponsors probably could care less about him, uh, so-called defacing the flag. And he just, you know. But we do have to cover all bases. So Roger, you cover the base of us making making amends with the with the black community or whatever that the social injustice people feel as that. So yeah, 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 yeah. We know it's a, it's wordplay and there's no substance behind. I agree a thousand percent that. And I think a lot of this stuff that's going on within the last two or three weeks after the uh, George Floyd uh, happenings that yeah, it's it's pretty much. Uh, Fluff, fluff, <laughs> a lot yeah. of fluff. Yeah, and if you're not if you're not hitting the people's hands or making a difference that way, or uh, some would say having um, polit- a, a, a legislation change, you know, what I'm saying I would do with the economics first. But if you're not having legislation change, and all you're doing is is a, a, a cosmetic, like a statue coming down, or you know, that's all cosmetic to a person like me, you know. What's, yeah, that's- that's all. That's all news. That's all. Yeah. Breaking news. Uh, yeah. 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 Twitter figures and stuff like that. Gram stuff and yeah. True, I, I hear you. And uh, yeah, and t- that's a whole different subject. Yeah, it, that, is, it is. That's a whole different subject. I want to before we go though. I want to you. You kind of led into with this Mike Gundy. You know, college kids right now. They're they even making a stance and talking about this stuff. This um. George Floyd and 
social injustice, police brutality. So what? How do you feel about that? What do you think? You think now college kids, you know, gonna exert their power and be more? Yes. Not, and I should say, exert their power and have um, more rights to their names and identities. Cause shit, right now, and I hate to use the word modern day slaves, but shit. They do get pimped out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get yeah. pimped out. And it seems like now the tide is kind of swinging where they're starting to think a little bit. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I thought it was California and Florida. I know it's one or two of the states that said they can actually uh, profit off of off of their likeness. So that's cool. And I'm glad that they can do that. Um, yeah, they. I think that, the, like you said earlier, when we was building about what's going to happen with the NFL and who's going to make those stands and make those political stances and, and, and their protests and express how they want to express with the kneeling and stuff like that. So that younger generation seems to be more aware because it's all the information they're probably getting bothered with or even if it's because they know that they're going to be getting looked at in a light. So, you know what I'm saying, taking the right stance and doing the right thing might be easier for them to do because it's going to be so much in the light. So, yeah, I definitely feel as though the college students and the younger generation is looking to strive to put stuff in like its proper order, so to speak, for lack of better words. You know, have have the balance of so- social life and society be more be more on the forefront too as they as they move along. And yes, more than anything, I think they should be getting what they deserve if the colleges and the NCAA. Is a I don't really make me full of put a number on, but we know it's more than a, a half a million do, a half a billion dollar industry for sure. So you know it's probably getting close to the billion dollar industry with all the sports combined. So yeah, get them kids some kind of money. You know the ones who who, who really you know saying you're exploiting anyway. True, the ones that bring in yeah revenue to the to the table. Right. True. So do you think Mike Gundy? You think he's a racist? Did you hear about the other coach too, who used the N word for Clemson? Oh, it's Clemson. Yeah. I heard that in the in the atmosphere. I didn't know it was a, the Clemson coach who did it though. Yeah, it was Clemson. It was a Clemson's uh, uh, associated coach or whatever. No, I didn't. I didn't hear that it was Clemson coach, but I did hear. I thought I was on the on the Oklahoma State staff too, but so it was on the Clemson staff. No, Mike um, Gundy just had the T shirt as a yeah, now. yeah. Um, well, you know, racism is is a power struggle, so. Yeah, when you're if you're a white male in a position of power, you're pro, you're using racism, even if your views ain't ain't that of racist uh, person, uh, uh, you know, set of person of that, you know, using it as in, in your favor. But you you are using it in your favor because you got that position most likely because you're a white male, more times than not. So you know, say, yeah, um, and then. I'm not familiar with the group or the shirt he wore or what that group stands for, but from what I'm hearing, they they spew out those type of things where you know saying they're 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 there to cater to those guys who got thoughts of just you know saying building the white male dominant structure and keeping that in play. So you know if if you if you um um supporting that, yeah, a dog's a dog. We're gonna call a spade a spade. So yeah, he's a racist. Yeah. I, I, yeah, you know, it's. I, I think like you used the word to earlier was he's. If, if anything else, he was insensitive to his players. To I don't know about racist. 
touchy. Yeah, I don't, he is touchy. <laughs> right. I know what you know. I'm Mike Gundy, yeah. He might be a racist, shit. Right. He might be a racist. I ain't going to say that he's not, right. but shit. I think he needs to be more aware, though, and I think coaches nowadays will be more aware of this, with what's going on with this whole movement, that it's going to be less of this now because they're all on watch right now. Right, and I'm not, I, I want people to understand that from my perspective, you can have your own political, religious, your own affiliation, whatever you want to call it. When you put in a position that you're a public figure and you put yourself in the light of where you can have that scrutiny, hey, so when people start digging into it and they find out like, yo, you know what that supports and then you, and you said out of ignorance that you didn't know, True. then you're, yeah, you're True. really putting yourself in a, in a and, predicament. And being the coach at the University of um, Oklahoma State, that makes him one of the most, the highest paid um, employees of the state. Right. As a university. Right. So, yeah. So, you're right. Now that you talk about that, yeah. He's at the apex next to my man probably at Oklahoma. Right. As being one of the highest paid um, employees of the state. Right. State employee. Yeah. Right. So, right. yeah. I forgot yeah. the university getting paid by the state. The yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So, Besides the boosters, too. But you know, you know how it goes, though. Yeah. Nah, he's getting his money's coming from the state. Because he's state, Oklahoma state. Yeah, he yeah. Almost, his money come from the state. Yeah, he, he boosters, that's my that's going to the kids. Right. He's right. getting his money from the state, right. the taxpayers. Right. So, yeah. I got you. yeah. So when you, when he says that, you're right. He should have no affiliation with with um any any um any organization like that. Yeah, not he the should, public's eye, right. He should just have his Oklahoma State Nike swoosh and keep it moving. Right. If he's gonna put it in the public a public eye, he gotta understand he gotta eat that thing, like we said earlier. That's something you got to be held accountable for. Yeah. We'll see, America, how that goes. I don't know. And then the Clemson guy, the coach, said this is recent or this, someone came off a Twitter feed a little nah, later. this game, yeah, this has been um, after the fact. Right, right, right. This has happened years ago, a couple years ago. Right, I heard about the Iowa situation and, and their strength and conditioning coach and that whole situation and people coming out on that. So, you know, when you, like I said, you're, you're if the if the system set up for people of certain demographic backgrounds to always be in a position to be leadership or winning or whatever you want to put that in terms and you in those positions and once you get in those positions you're using that power to suppress or to subjugate other motherfuckers you know say you might not even consider yourself a racism but a racist but the system's racist so you being a part of that system you know what I'm saying it is what it is you know so I hear what you're saying. You might not, you might, you know, go home to a, a, a person who's a different color than you and everything, but the system sets it up so that, that you're winning and you're using that system to win. You're not trying to stop it. You know what I'm saying? You're not trying to like, yo. And then when you start wearing, you know, whatever these shirts are and you're using these kind of terms and yeah. Yeah. So it is what it is though. It is what it is. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I'm glad I see DK to the doghouse tonight. Thanks for having me, Rule. No problem, no problem. We chopped it up good. We chopped it up. It was a good conversation. Spirited it. I liked it. I was drilling myself. I always love the dog called Roof, Roof, motherfuckers. Roof, Roof. Okay, <laughs> we out. too.